Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey, book lovers. Want to hear a story? Welcome back to Storytime with M. This is a mini episode from M's Books and Cats podcast, where I am sharing my book Super Gym, a chapter or sometimes two a week. And this week is chapter 14. Trigger warning this book contains mature content that might not be suitable for all listeners. Chapter 14 Thor waited outside Benjamin Pratt's office near the window and looked out over Famicili. The Super Gym headquarters was located in the center of the city. The building towered over everything else. A large sign on the roof bathed the surrounding buildings in a purple light. Andy, Mr. Pratt's secretary, watched him from her wide glass desk. A large framed portrait of Benjamin Pratt hung behind her. The photographer had lit him from behind, using bright purples and greens. The whites of his eyes shone out of the picture and seemed to follow a person around the room. Thor could feel both sets of eyes watching him. Andy watched every person that came into the office. She was ferociously loyal to Benjamin Pratt and his plan. If she thought anything was amiss, she would not hesitate to tell him her suspicions. Thor was careful to keep his face neutral and his body controlled. Andy had openly admitted her interest in Thor but he knew better than to trust her. This was the first time he'd been called to the headquarters without knowing why. He was nervous. He hated the feeling. A cloud of doom surrounded him. After the disaster with Maggie, he was certain he would soon be demoted. Andy's shrill voice sliced through his thoughts. Mr. Pratt will see you now. She didn't buzz open the door. Thor looked at her and raised an eyebrow. Andy leaned over the desk. Her nearly non-existent breasts were visible through her sheer blouse. She pursed her painted lips in a little pout. Nice to see you again, Thor. I thought you were going to call. Thor ignored her. He had made a mistake. A huge mistake. At the time he had just finished an extra 20-mile run, his blood sugar was low. He hadn't considered the consequences. He'd been lucky so far, and he had not told Mr. Pratt. Yet. She could destroy him at any time, and they both knew it. If it had been anyone else, Thor would have been rewarded, but Andy was different. She was Mr. Pratt's little sister, and she was off limits. Andy was biding her time. She would use it against him at some point, and all he could do was wait. The waiting was maddening. Sometimes he just wanted to end it all. He could jump through this window and fall forever. No more quotas or whining clients. No more fear of demotion. He would be free. But that was the coward's way out, and Thor was not a coward. He would continue on and deal with Andy when the time came. He had plans for her. He just needed it to be believable. She was still watching him. Her hips swayed side to side and she licked her lips and grinned. Thor gave the window one last look, 
and put his hand on the doorknob. Andy buzzed him through. Benjamin Pratt was seated behind a glass table. His bright sneakers were crossed at the ankle and propped up on the sparkling surface. He leaned back in his chair with his hands behind his head. He was smiling. Not a good sign. Thor, my boy. He was up and moving toward him with his hand outstretched. Thor shook his hand, and Mr. Pratt wrapped his arm around Thor's broad shoulders. How's my best trainer? He laughed and slapped Thor's behind. He held on for a moment, but Thor knew not to move away. He'd only made that mistake once. You're getting a little soft, my boy. Have you been skipping leg day? No, sir. Go see Dr. Clyde tomorrow. He'll tighten up your diet. I can't have my best trainer getting flabby. Bad for business, you know. Yes, sir. His stomach growled, but luckily Mr. Pratt didn't notice. Thor was used to being hungry. He lived in a constant state of deprivation. It kept him lean and ripped. He was the ideal, and it took a lot to maintain it. He'd noticed the weight creeping on, but he'd let himself believe that no one else saw it. He was ashamed that Mr. Pratt had been the one to point it out. Thor was a failure. Mr. Pratt settled back behind the table and motioned for Thor to stand across from him. He never let anyone sit in his presence. It burned more calories to stand. He would only sit in front of certain people, but he was Benjamin Pratt, the founder of the health movement. He could do whatever he wanted. He was a short man, but he made up for it with his loud, booming voice and legs the size of tree trunks. He was not the ideal, not that anyone would dare to say it aloud. Thor was uncomfortable even thinking it. Mr. Pratt was watching him, and Thor couldn't shake the feeling that the man knew what he was thinking. He always knew. Well, Thor, how's my pet project? Has she made any progress? The boot camp workout was a good idea. Normally, I hate it when trainers stray from the plan, but Maggie is a tough case. And anything that will get rid of that gut is worth trying. She does well when I can get her moving. It's not always easy. You're not going soft on me, are you? I understand she's difficult, but you're Thor, the best of the best. You represent the ideal. If she won't work... Make her. She is fairly submissive. Benjamin Pratt smiled and winked. Thor wanted to punch him in his bright white teeth. Have you tried her yet? No, sir. You're missing out, my boy. She's not much to look at, but if you close your eyes. He made a loud, whooping sound. She's a fun one. Not much of a fighter, either. Yes, sir. Maybe he could choke him. He could wrap his hands around Benjamin Pratt's neck and just squeeze until he stopped fighting. Thor shook his head. What was he thinking? Mr. Pratt had been like a father to him. He took Thor in when his own father died from diabetes and sugar abuse. He taught him how to be healthy. He helped him grow into a muscle-bound monster. He had turned Thor into the ideal, and now people worshipped and feared him. Why was he suddenly so sensitive? It had to be Maggie. He hated training women. Their emotions always got in the way of doing the work, and she was starting to rub off on him. 
What he needed was a night at the juice bar to get his head straight. Again, Mr. Pratt knew what he was thinking. How long's it been, my boy? Thor shifted uncomfortably and didn't answer. Mr. Pratt let out a long, low whistle. That long, huh? I'm taking you out tonight, my boy. After you've finished whipping that fatty into shape, we'll go down to the juice bar. I've got someone I want you to meet. Yes, sir. Back to work. You know she isn't going to work out by herself. Thor avoided looking at Andy on his way to the stairs, but she called after him in a high, sing-song voice. I'll see you at the juice bar tonight, Thor. Mr. Pratt's got big plans for you. Thor let the heavy door slam behind him. He stood in the stairwell for a while, waiting for his anger to recede and for his heart to stop racing. Mr. Pratt was up to something. He must have sensed Thor's interest in Maggie. The message was clear. He wasn't ready to give her up. Thor didn't understand Mr. Pratt's obsession with the girl. Sure, she made him feel strange sensations when she was nearby, but she wasn't attractive. Even if she lost a hundred pounds, she wouldn't be the ideal. Anyone else would have been sent to fat camp a long time ago, but Maggie got chance after chance after chance. Why was she so special? Benjamin Pratt liked a challenge. Everyone knew that. And Maggie was definitely a challenge. But Thor didn't think it was that. There had to be something more. A door opened in the stairwell a few flights below. The sound of ringing metal shook him from his thoughts, and he glanced warily at the security camera above the door. He had been there too long. Mr. Pratt had eyes everywhere, and if he thought for a moment that Thor had stopped believing in the cause, he would be demoted faster than he could blink. It might happen soon. Maybe that's what tonight was all about. Big plans. What did Andy mean? Maggie wasn't in the weight room for her afternoon workout. Thor watched the clock impatiently. One minute late. Two minutes. He knew he needed to call it in, but he was hoping she would show up. He couldn't wait much longer. If she was trying to escape again, he needed to inform the authorities. Mr. Pratt would want to know. Five minutes. The front door slid open with a whisper, and two dietitians entered. They consulted their tablets and zeroed in on Thor. Not good. Come with us. The woman had a thin, pinched face, and her partner was tall and bald. They wore matching white lab coats and dour expressions. Thor hated the dietitians. They had no place in the program, but Mr. Pratt insisted on it. It didn't matter that they lacked muscle tone and didn't fit the ideal model. They were fiercely loyal to Benjamin Pratt and the cause. He followed them to another building. It was just a few blocks from the super gym, but it was one he avoided at all costs. The food labs were depressing places. They were squat, windowless buildings that were scattered throughout the city. No one was allowed inside without special clearance, and it was not a place anyone wanted to be. If you were sent to the food labs, you had messed up. Big time. Maggie's here. Thor didn't need anyone to tell him he was right. What had she done this time? Thor's heart rate leapt as the heavy door slammed shut behind them. He was trapped. Only the dietitians could release him. 
Would he be allowed to leave? Maybe this was Mr. Pratt's big surprise. Not everyone was allowed to leave the food labs. They moved quickly down a dingy hallway. The lighting was dim, but he could see the cracks in the walls and the mold growing in every corner. The air was heavy with moisture. He was starting to sweat, and it worried him. The dietitians were keen-eyed, and they were watching. Panic gripped him. It welled up inside him and threatened to burst out. But he couldn't let them see it. He tried to breathe deeply and slowly, but it didn't help. His heartbeat pounded in his ears. They stopped in front of a door at the end of the hall. The woman consulted her tablet, nodded to her partner, and walked away. The man pointed a long, thin finger at the door. In here. You're not coming with me. Why are you scared? The man had a high-pitched nasal voice. Thor wanted to punch him in his pale, sagging face. Nobody dared to mock him. What was happening to him? He puffed out his chest and stood face to face with the stork-like man. The man instantly cowered away from Thor, and the mocking smile vanished from his lips. Take it easy, I was just joking. I can't go in there, I don't have clearance. Thor shoved him aside and pushed open the heavy door. Maggie was there. She was lying on a table, her face was pale, and her cheeks were hollow. She looked dead. Something moved in his periphery and Thor realized he was not alone. He carefully composed his face before turning to confront Dr. Clyde. Hello, Thor. Nice to see you again. What did she do this time? Dr. Clyde sighed and adjusted his glasses. That's the trainer way. No time for pleasantries. He peered at Thor brazenly over the rims of his round glasses. You never called, Thor. What did Maggie do? Dr. Clyde smiled. Thor hated that smile. His fists tightened at his sides. He wanted to pummel his grinning mask into jelly. Your newest project is mine as well. I am afraid you must learn to share. Don't look so surprised. Did you really think Mr. Pratt would leave you completely in charge of her case? You're good, but you're not that good. She needs a specialized approach. Tessa and I were working on it before the accident. Why wasn't I informed? You've made it very clear how you feel about the food component of the program. I think Mr. Pratt enjoys your rebellious side. Otherwise, why would he keep you? What did she do? Eat a bag of chips? Worse, I'm afraid. She's a naughty one. After only one day on Tessa's plan, she tried to escape Famicili. But you know this already. It was lucky Trent found her. That man is a blessing. He shot Thor a look. His eyes glittered behind his lenses. And he doesn't forget to call his friends. We are not friends. Then what are we, Thor? How would you define our relationship? Non-existent. What was her punishment? A power cleanse. They're quite exhausting, as you can see. 
Mr. Pratt asks me to inform you that she will be staying here tonight. No more training today. You can go home. His grin widened. Rage pounded steadily at Thor's temples. I heard a rumor that Mr. Pratt has planned a special night for you. A shower might be a good idea. He wrinkled his nose and pushed up his glasses. That's it? Why did I have to come here? Couldn't one of your goons deliver the message? What's the fun in that? The truth is, I wanted to see you. I've missed you. He placed a hand on Thor's broad chest. He gently laid his cheek against the hard muscle and sighed. In one swift, sudden motion, Thor broke the slight man's arm. It snapped like a twig, and Thor threw him to the floor. Dr. Clyde screamed. Eight men in black uniforms appeared from the shadows and descended upon Thor. He didn't fight them. He grinned as they removed him from the building. He could still hear the satisfying crack of Dr. Clyde's bones. The goons dragged him to the gates and threw him onto the pavement. A loud buzzer sounded, and the gate crashed closed behind him. Thor got to his feet and wiped the debris from his uniform. There was a tear in his shorts. Blood seeped through the fabric. He put in his earbuds and began the long run back to his home. He was tired. The day was hot and sweat dripped from his face. The air was hazy and dry, and heat broiled up from the ground. He couldn't remember the last time it had rained. Maggie was in the food labs. This bothered him more than it should. He was losing his edge. He had become personally involved, the same thing that had happened to Tessa. Maybe Maggie really was an impossible client. But why did Mr. Pratt insist on breaking her? Why not give up and send her to fat camp like everyone else? Thor shook his head. He couldn't get involved. Kissing Maggie had been a mistake, and it would not happen again. He would train her. It was the only way he could help her. He would get results when no one else could. He was Thor, after all. The best of the best. And that is the end of Chapter 14, Book Lovers. I hope you're still enjoying Super Gym. We are back on track now, so be ready next week for another chapter. Thank you so much for listening, and until next time, keep reading.